If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Volume. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs, is bringing you an offer that will help make the playoffs electrifying. New customers can bet 5 bucks on any game and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. The Cowboys are seven-point favorites against the Packers this weekend, and I'm excited to see how they manage to mess it up. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code Jenkins. New customers can bet just 5 bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code Jenkins. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY. Or text Hope NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Welcome to Jenkins and Jones on the Volume Podcast Network. It is Monday, February 19th, and we are so excited to talk about the NBA All-Star Weekend. It's Dragonfly Jones, a.k.a. Tyler. Hey, everybody. How's it going? LeJethro Jenkins, a.k.a. John. What's up, Bubba's? I'm Gardy B, a.k.a. Mike. Motherfucking Mike. Mother. Motherfucking Mike. Mike. And we're produced, as always, by the lovely and talented Josh Rodriguez. Josh, oh, yeah. what's up, buddy? How you doing? <laughs> How you doing? What's up? Uh, Jackson is uh, in route, uh, returning from the All-Star Weekend, uh, but I do he's, have his Dookie Butt of the Week. He sent us a picture of that of the court, and it is just as disappointing as it sounded once we found the out airport. the details on it. Yes. Like, like they said, it's not hardwood. It is stickers, and there's lids over the top oh, of the rim. Oh, that's it nasty. is so trash. So that's trash. a lie, bro. And there was a oh. lot of motherfuckers. There was a lot of anti-indie. You know what I'm saying? And we, uh, who came around like this is cool as fuck? And then we just had to kind of take our cool compliments back, man. You feel me? I mean, a lot, a lot of people that were there were like, "Nigga, let's never do this again." I think Chuck said it like, "Yeah, <laughs> never here." No, no, it was uh, Draymond. Never. Let's never do this again. Never, not, not indie. Well, I don't know, bro. Damn. So, right. a little little spoiler alert: uh, Jackson's Dookie Butt of the Week is indeed the city of Indianapolis. He said oh. it was fifteen degrees. He said it was fifteen degrees when he walked out to go get his flight. <laughs> What's crazy? Never is again, it was cold brother. as fuck in Cleveland, and I enjoyed myself. So, it's, cold is not. I mean, and in Chicago, it was cold as hell too, and I had a fucking ball. So, it's not just the cold. You feel me? It's not just the cold. I will say. Regardless of what life is like outside the arena, nothing fixes what we just watched 
And I just want to start by saying we need to bring back shame. 211 points given up. I don't give a fuck if it's an all-star game. I don't give a fuck if your kindergartner is playing against NBA players. You cannot give up 211 points under any means, by any circumstances. It's not fucking cool, bro. It was this fucking disgusting to give up 211 points, dog. I cannot fucking believe that shit. Bruh, it's... um. And and the and the thing is though, if you watch the game, you saw that the East just hopped out on the West's ass very, very, very early, right? Yeah. And and I looked at the I looked at the fucking the team pictures. The West had a fucking murderer's role, right? It's fucking Bron, it's Jokic, it's KD, it's Steph, it's Luca, it's Book, it's it's AD. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's and I'll Pat. give you you just name one guy who's ever played defense. So I will yeah, give you yeah. that. Like. And then, and then you look at the East, and it's it's Paolo. Look, look I want to be clear. I am big fans of, of just about every one of these young kids I'm about to name. Right? Yeah. It's Paolo. It's Tyrese. It's Jalen. You know, it's it's Scotty Jason Barnes. Tatum, you know it's Tatum. Is 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 Jalen Brown? And I was like, bro, I was like, the West is so much more talented than the East right now. They're gonna lose. The West is gonna lose by 17 tonight. Because that's just how shit works, right? Like the it, for whatever reason, the more talented team always gets their ass smacked in the West in in, in, in the All Star game for whatever reason. And that was just the East just really hopped out like from the very first quarter, and it was just a hole that the West couldn't dig themselves out of. But the West played a decently competitive game on All Star scale, right? Like it wasn't like they rolled over and just didn't give a fuck. You saw them you know, out there, you know, trying as much as you would see them try in defense in an all-star game. You saw them out there not bullshitting and really trying to get buckets, but the East just really came out there like, like you know, that's the hunger of youth, whereas, you know, the West had, like, a lot of, you know, old heads who were, you know, laying on their laurels, and I think that's what it was, bro. I just think, I don't, I don't, I don't think feel like anybody cared. It didn't feel like either side truly cared. It felt like the, maybe the younger boys were willing to put more effort into it. You feel what I'm saying? And the old heads who like, nigga, I'm not like I've been here before. This is what LeBron's what twentieth All Star game, two thousand All Star game. Like, yeah, yeah. He, he didn't he didn't even play the second half for real. Like fuck this shit. I don't know. It just seems like, like, I, I don't want to watch something where I feel like it doesn't matter to anybody on the court. You know what I mean? And I that's what I think the issue is. It, like if it if it was. You can score 200 points if it's fun. It was just 200 points of nothing. That's what it felt like, you know? And I, I, it, it was so bad. I was talking to Rod, and I'm like, I, what? Why did I ever like this? I'm wondering if, you know, like, maybe me <laughs> liking the All-Star game. Back you know what I mean? Like, maybe it was, you know what I'm saying? Like, I should never have really loved What's What would be different is still the best in the world playing. Um, but it just, it just doesn't feel the same at all i think uh scott van pelt tweeted um it's really simple if you don't care neither do we bro that's what i mean like it was a 200 points of nothing it's like nobody truly cared and i mean you saw you saw defense i ain't see that defense bro i ain't see no 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 no, no, i i I'm, i'm i'm not acting like they was locking up but i feel like he you said know, it, he felt like it was average all-star game defense, which right. uh, to right. your point, I, I, John, I do like, not feel like guys were, were, were just stepping is. aside to drivers and letting them, you know, I feel like guys were at least throwing their hands like, oh, you got paid, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean, right? <laughs> Oops, I'm sorry. Oopsie. I will say this. I will say this. I enjoyed Kat's performance tonight. I enjoyed how, how you know, everyone's going half speed. Kat was like. When I get the ball, I'm going three fourth speed, baby. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like, like, whenever Cat got the ball, he was attacking. He had 50 tonight, I think. So, you know, I enjoyed the performance that Cat put on tonight. Shouts to Cat. I, I enjoyed what I like Dane, Dane did tonight. Too. I like Dane. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just gonna say, like, if you, if you're in a game where no one gives a fuck, making half court shots is probably the coolest thing you could do, and he did that. You know, and and looked like he wanted the MVP that he went and got. But that was like, you know, I watched the game with the kids. We were we were out at a at a bar uh, up here. We were on vacation, and like that was the only time anyone reacted verbally was when Dame hit the uh, when Dame hit the half court shots. Was like, oh shit! But that was it, man. Other than that, it's, it's like John said, two hundred points and nothing is exactly right. It was empty calories. 
It was like eating unflavored ice cream. Like you're getting all the cholesterol for fucking nothing. Like you're just eating the fried breading, but with no meat underneath it. Like it just was, man, I don't know. Eating chocolate. That's not good. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you get those little chocolate, like the Valentine's candy. And it's like, I'll eat it because it's chocolate. But really, you know what I'm saying? Like just brown. Yeah. 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 yeah, This isn't I'm getting the same bad things from chocolate, but not the good things from chocolate. That's what it felt like. You said empty calories. Yeah. Um, Tyler, I know. uh, I think John and I have been a little grumpier than you in this segment, but I know you had a Republican round ball take watching the Saturday night shit. So I'm I'm going to let you get your get your (laughs) get your red hat off. This this is like my first Republican round ball take of the season. We might feel that motherfucking Andy Griffin music. But dog, did, did y'all see Ant during the skills competition? Yes. Yeah, yeah, you were just talking. Yes. Um, I want to be clear. I love Ant. Y'all, anyone who listens to this pod knows that's one of my sure. favorite fucking players in the league. And I want to be clear, I'm not defending the sanctity of the fucking skills competition. But that's my job. Yeah, right, right. You're the skills competition guy. Right? But Ant went out. Ant was on team number one picks, right? It was him. It was Wimby and it was Paolo. Three fucking gods, right, in the skills competition on the same fucking team. Um, You know, three fucking NBA infinity, infinity stones right there. And he went out there and for his part, he did his whole skills challenge left handed and he stunk that shit up so bad. And I didn't like it. And I'm someone who loves, you know, Ant's antics. I'm someone who loves how he is just a, a, a no filter. He he's one of the he's perhaps the best interview in the league. But I didn't like that shit that he pulled with that because, like I said, I'm not here to, to defend the sanctity of the skills competition. I do not give a fuck about the skills competition. But Ant is a fucking all NBA talent, a fucking a dude who people are saying is, is primed to be a face of the league. When we have these thought exercises, these discussions on. Who do you want for the next 10 years of anyone in the the NBA? His name is always at the top of these discussions, right? And you got to understand, bro, when when you've got that on your shoulders and you go to All-Star Weekend, like, it's on you to kind of represent the league a little better than he did there. It's on you to not make a mockery of this shit. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, again, I want to be clear. I'm not taking offense to him, not giving a shit about the skills challenge. I'm taking offense to him not understanding the magnitude of the player that he is. You know, you are, like I said, you are a guy who's primed to be the face of the league. You want to see Kobe out there doing that shit. Like this motherfucker was out here throwing up left-hand shots that were just hitting straight side of the backboard, like two, like back to back. It was horrible. <laughs> and and like I said, bro, I, I, <laughs> I know Mike is, is the skills competition guy. And like I said, I am not someone who is out here trying to defend the sanctity of that. But I'm someone who wants Ant to realize that, bro, you are you are way bigger than making a mockery of yourself and making a mockery of of the league during a time like this. When you go to All Star Weekend, it's time for you to put on, bro. It's time for you to show the people that, yeah, I'm a guy who's you know a franchise player in this league, and I'm gonna go out here and I'm gonna do my best. You know what I'm saying? You, you, I don't even give a shit if you win the skills competition or not. But just go out there and, and you know you know give it your all as as much as you can. I don't even care if you bust your ass but bro like the shit that i saw there it just didn't sit right with me man it didn't i feel like it wouldn't have been as bad if the all-star weekend wasn't as bad you know what i mean i feel like we're like it's the weekend is too bad for you to be making a mockery of anything you know what i mean like the all-star weekend is on its last leg you know you need everybody to be hitting on all cylinders to make up for this shit like it's an all-star weekend where the three-point contest is the best part of it. Bro, that was an appetizer. You know what I'm saying? When, 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 what happened to Applebee's when niggas just started going for the appetizers? You know what I mean? When the entrees weren't hitting. You feel me? It became Applebee's that we know today, nigga. You feel <laughs> what I mean? It became, you taking a date to Applebee's, nigga? It, it became, became a joke. <laughs> It became, you feel me? Down, it became McDonald's with the booth, bro. You feel you feel what I'm <laughs> yeah. saying? And so, like, we, you know, that's what this is becoming. And when you're making, when you're playing like this, like, you don't give, like, dude, we are, we're seeing games where there's 200 points. Last year, we said, this shit looked, it, last year was just abysmal. You feel me? The dunk contest is trash and embarrassment. And then you're out here doing 
the skills competition, which was actually good last year, which we thought was actually decent. You're, you're fucking around going left-handed. It's like, dog, you think it's one way and it's the other way. And I think that's just a lack of awareness of, you know, what's going on and how people feel about this this weekend, you know? Yeah. I just, at the end of the day. Still love Anthem, obviously. Of you know course, I mean? of course. Still I mean, yes, love of course. Him. And I still yeah. love all the guys we were just talking course, about yeah. played like shit in the All-Star game, bro. But the fact of the matter is, if it's going to be as bad as this shit was on Saturday and Sunday, stop doing it. I know they have TV contracts. I know everything else. But, like, I used to cancel plans because, oh, man, I forgot it was All-Star Saturday, bro. My bad. And, like, I would rather do almost anything else. It's <laughs> like, you know, I mean, like, I like I talking to, to you guys, but I still watch everything. The rookie yeah. sophomore game. We would stop, like, oh, shit, bro. My, like you said, can't, oh, my bad. Nigga, I got to watch yeah. this. You feel and me? I, I'll, I'll still, I mean, we're still going, I'm still going to watch it every year, but, like, it, feel, it felt like an obligation this year, and after watching it, I was backed up in that feeling. And that's a horrible look, bro. You have some of the most famous human beings on planet Earth together in indianapolis of all places and you have them for 48 hours and you didn't make shit with it bro you know what i mean it's it's, it's like you got the greatest musicians of all time to sit around together and tune their instruments and go home and make anyone who watched it feel like they were dumb for watching it. you know what I mean? like like tyler was talking about with Ant. if you don't give a fuck about it then why do it then why am i watching it like again like you said i don't need to see you slapping the floor and the skills challenge but if you truly don't give a fuck about it, do anything else then. You know what I mean? Like go on an IG live at a strip club or something. Like do something that is like of entertainment. Don't do value. that. Don't, don't, do do that. that. <laughs> don't do that. But I just, I, I, I don't know, man. It's, it's like, and I don't know if it's just that this generation is too cool for it or whatever, but to oh, get. No, are we going there? We're what, do, you don't be, I mean, like, you don't, I mean, do you, would you disagree with that statement though? I don't I, think I, the generation should. I don't think the product is good anymore. And I think. But I don't, why I just, is that the product's not good? Because they don't give a shit about it. The basketball players aren't worse. I mean, yeah, 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 I, yeah, yeah. You had a West. You had a West team with Braun, KD, Steph, Book, and AD that's that did not, not make this me generation a, though. That did not make. That yeah, that's no. You know that, what I'm mean? saying this. I'm saying this NBA. I, I don't. I don't okay, mean okay, like okay. the young kids don't care. Okay, I'm like, yo, this generation. Are we like? No, I guess, I guess, I, I, no, I, I guess yeah, what, more what I meant was like this era, if this era is yeah. too cool, right? But it's the same thing we talked about with the dunk contest, like Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, the dudes of, of those generations and Braun too, to a large extent understood the, the weight of being the face of the NBA. And we talk about that on the corporate side now, but we're not talking about it on the competitive side anymore. The competitive side is NBA only- company, man. More company, man, nigga. <laughs> no, no that, that, that was, that's what I was about to say. Like, going back to the ant shit, right? Like, like, bro, you're going up against... There was, like, a, a team Pacers there with um with, with, with Halliburton, Miles Turner, I forget who else. Um, and I was, I'm like, bro, if this is supposed to be the league that has kind of built itself on the mythology of the fanatical obsession of Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant, and you, bro, you are Aunt Edwards, and you see all the love that Tyrese Halliburton has been getting. Like, are you, why are you not, you know, at least trying to get over on him and win a skills challenge against him? You know what I mean? Like, like that's what I don't get. It's, it's we see all these youngins who say they kind of came up in the church of Kobe and the, in the church of MJ, and and we're not seeing it translate to shit like this. Like I, like I said, I do not want to see these dudes it translates from balls on the to court, the wall. Though. It translates on the court, just not in All Star Weekend. Yeah, but but All Star Week, like I said, All Star Weekend is when you are in in one place with the best in the in in your fucking you know profession, all in one place, and you don't you ain't trying to get one over on them. Like, is it the center of the universe like it used to be though? Like, I mean, there was a huge gravity around All Star Weekend, and I think part of it was why people competed because it felt. But they're important. all still there. Wonder, to Tyler's yeah, point, yeah, that dude yeah, yeah. is still next to you. But, like, but you're not are, giving a fuck. Do they? feel like it's not important in this way that we feel like it's not important? Is it a result? Are, are we, do we feel like it's not important because of the players? Or yes. does everybody feel like it's not as important because it's not as important? No, I, I think that it, like, I think we're reflecting back. I think it's what Scott Van Pelt said. I think we're reflecting back what they're putting out. Because when there's a great dunk contest, we're excited about a great dunk contest. If those two teams had played hard today, it would have been a fun all-star game. I, mean, I just like don't we saw think- a good one in Chicago. 
I like the Elam ending shit personally, but yeah, like, what happened? Why they stop with that? Why they? What made them stop that? Because Tyler said it was. Because Tyler said it was dumb. No, it was just, I just. I think they just. <laughs> you like? You didn't like they, it, Tyler? <clears throat> nah, I loved it. Okay, okay. No, I think they. I think they just correctly felt like All Star get like everything's getting too complicated. But the problem is they just like. It's, it's what you said. And John, like you hit it on the head. I understand I'm arguing for guys to be company men. Tyler's arguing for a young, rich person to care about the skills challenge. I understand the way those things sound. I want him to realize how big of a fucking face he is. That's that's what I want. And you're not asking no, to be a company but, man. You're just and, asking and he to had, understand. And he had, and yeah. Yes, yes. I want, you to, yeah, I want you to understand people are saying you might be able to carry this league one day. You had your clown shoes on last night, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's what doesn't sit right with me. But 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 I think the issue is we understand that it sounds lame as fuck. Like there's Absolutely. no argument you yes. can make that doesn't say, like yeah. every argument we can make sounds lame as fuck. But the fact of the matter is that shit sucked. It was dookie. I don't mm-hmm. apologize for that. I sat and watched every minute of it and it was fucking dookie. So and we, and we also <laughs> want to be we also or stop doing clear. it. <laughs> we also want to be clear. This is not an indictment on the league as a whole. It's just a purely it's, it's a pure criticism of all star weekend. We yes, have, and we, we were huge fans of the in- like I thought the in season tournament was great, but I, I was great, talking yes. with Josh before fun. y'all hopped on. Braun came out the day, from the day one that they announced that shit and said, "I care about this shit." And because the face of the league said he cared about the shit, everyone had permission to be going hard in regular season basketball games in fucking November and December. And no one has that permission right now, except I guess Dame. And even the way Dame's doing it is shooting from fucking half court. <laughs> So, so what's so what's the fix, man? What's the fix? We we're some angry old men who've been shaking our hands at a cloud for the last. I stopped doing it. What is the fix? You you can't do that. I know, but it, it that's helps, what I would. That would be my fix. Score. My fix it would helps. be, hey, man, we need to take a couple years off this shit and see if people actually give a fuck about doing it. I know yeah. because of TV contracts and everything, the Kia Corporation would never allow them to do that. I understand that, but to me, I just think it's like, hey, man, if no one wants to do this shit, why are we doing it? Like it's not, it's not, it's not making your fans like the sport more. the The most diehard it's, NBA people I saw are the people who are the angriest this weekend. I feel like I feel like All Star Weekend is for the ten to like fourteen year olds more than anybody though. You know what it's I mean? Supposed to be. Yeah. Um. I will say, I will say, my my me and my seventeen year old cousin. Um. You know, we kicked this today. I took him to this AAU game and shit. He didn't watch any of the All Star Weekend. Not one second of it. He said he caught up on it on, on his phone. Like he saw how trash the dunk contest was. And he, of course, he saw, you know, Sabrina and Steph, but he was not tapped in at all. It was he's the same a thing hooper. with Vinny. He's a hooper. Like I said, I, I was taking him to his AAU game today. He's a hooper and he wasn't tapped in. Yep. I mean, one thing we already talked about superstars have to be in the dunk contest. The three point contest is great. You feel me? I think they bring the Elam ending back into the All Star game. You have to do that again. And I just feel like players just have to give a fuck. And I don't know how they do that. But I just feel like players have to compete. I think what was great about... Adam Silver's got to call someone a bitch. Cared. That's the fix. Adam Silver's got to get on the bitch. microphone and call someone a bitch. <laughs> I, I, you're talking about uh, Ant Edwards. Do you think Ant Edwards understands like that? Like he's... Like they might be passing him the baton in like four or five years? I'm concerned that he doesn't. I really am. Um, there were some situations that I don't want to mention on here, but I think we we both know where I was like, you're, you're you're moving in a way that doesn't where I don't feel like you understand the magnitude of who you are right now. Like you think he you think it's you know obvious as Giannis right now, and but it's probably in Jason Tatum and then probably Ant. Yeah, I mean, I think Ant's probably a second team All NBA guy this season. He's yeah. he's been that fucking good. Um. But but like I said, I just want him to realize how good he is, bro. How much, you know, how much like you've got a whole fucking franchise on your shoulders, bro. You are a franchise player. You There's only a, a, about a dozen of you in the league. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think he understands how good he is completely, especially how players talk about him. I don't know if he understands completely what comes with that. Yes, I don't think he understands you know the magnitude I mean? of that. I think yeah, he knows how yeah. nice he is for sure. Like the I think he knows he's a cold motherfucker. Comes with being... Yeah. Like the guy in the fucking league. You feel me? Yeah. So. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon. 
Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening every time i buy tickets it's a weird pick your own adventure experience with a bunch of hidden fees and i never know what i'm going to spend you shouldn't have to worry when you buy tickets to your next big event game time is a fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports music comedy and theater events near you i'm looking at the game time app right now the wizards have quite a few home games that i'm interested in coming up They've got the Phoenix Suns visiting in February. They've got the uh, Celtics coming there a couple weeks after that. Um, you know, Game Time offers last-minute ticket deals, zone deals. It's easy to find and buy tickets of every kind of event in your area. You can view all the seats in your venue. I'm very much interested in the Hennessy Suites that they have going on at the Wizards um, Home Arena. So definitely interested in, in, in investigating that a little bit more with this app. Game Time is the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase. You can see the view from your seat before you buy, so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. All in prices show your total upfront, so you know you're getting a great deal before you check out. They're obsessed with finding ways to help you save money on tickets. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the start of the event and even an hour after it starts. It's the place to find last minute seats. And with zone deals, you pick the section and Game Time picks the seats for big time savings. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code J&J for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code J-A-N-D-J for $20 off. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. All right, one group of people who cared tremendously about the game, and this is such a weird twist of... uh, of how we watch all-star games and stuff is they did have the two charities who were going to benefit from, from whichever team won in the stands. And I just think that's such a weird fucking dynamic of these, like, <laughs> these like boys and girls club of Indianapolis kids sitting up there. Like, please someone care about the game. Like we're trying, <laughs> like our <laughs> basketballs are, are worn. They're like perfectly smooth. Please God. Someone fucking play defense. You can't even dribble in the rain. nigga. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Crazy. Maybe they need to put Crazy. the kids closer to the court and to, like just do the Tiny Tim thing, bro. Just like, please, Giannis. <laughs> like our fucking Make the backboard like is cracked. With the families like sitting right behind them. So you fucking let somebody blow by. You have to look in a child's eyes and their parent. You know what I mean? Like, hell yeah, nigga. Like you said, shame. That's what is missing. Shame, nigga. Shame these niggas into being fucking, you know, the, the players they are. Sheesh. Yeah. All right. Um, let's answer a question. We're, we're a big uh, lookalike podcast. We've all been accused of looking like a variety of people. Our I good friend, Black Trey. Like Darvin Ham. Goddamn. Said you yeah, look bro. like Pacquiao himself, You might, you himself, might be getting close Darvin to every Ham. nigga face. 
You might be following me into every nigga territory, bro. That's a listen. Listen, I, I, I feel like I'm like very. I, I'm a, go ahead, go ahead. I'm, I'm going to say I'm a pretty honest guy. I will admit when you got me, I don't see it with Darvin Ham. Like the Bernie Williams, you nailed it. Hey, ten out of ten. <laughs> I'll give y'all that. I don't see it with Darvin Ham. Maybe y'all see something I don't, but I don't see it with Darvin. I didn't say it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you know. John's just happy to see someone else get accused of looking like someone else. Bro, I'm tired. I'm tired. Nigga. My <laughs> face is tired. And maybe the thing, maybe like the thing niggas. I don't, maybe the thing I don't like about the Darvin Ham comparison. The original human on the planet, but go ahead. Maybe the God thing I don't right. like. God didn't even try with me, nigga. <laughs> you are Apple C, Apple V. <laughs> Copy and paste, nigga. Copy your paste, nigga, but go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say, maybe the thing I don't like about Darvin Ham is I see failure all over his face, and I don't want to have a failure face. You know what I'm saying? Like, I look at this dude, I'm like, bro, you are not you are not built for what you're in right now. This ain't you, dog. And I do not, not want to have a face that looks like I don't know what the fuck is going on in my life. Yeah. His <laughs> you know face looks like he has hands in his pockets. That's yeah. why it's so funny, because he... You don't even he got have the hands to in have his pockets, hands in your sir. pockets. He would have been pockets even without hands, nigga. You were pockets. <laughs> hands in your pockets face ass, nigga, bro. It's crazy. He got that hands in the pockets ass motherfucking smile, bro. It's crazy. He's got resting crestfallen face. You know what I mean? <laughs> like resting like, damn, these dreams are hard to accomplish face. <laughs> he's got like, he's got like an ear, ear on antidepressants face. Like, if you pops, if you gave, if you prescribed E or some shit to get over his depression, he would look like Darvin Ham, bro. That nigga E or would walk into the room and ruin anything. Ruin, just I got it, so bro. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess. Uh, right, right, I guess. It's a beautiful day, isn't it, Yor? Uh, yeah. For some people, I suppose. <laughs> Like, you don't ever get tired of the sun. I mean, like, golly, bro. That make no sense. Eeyore but was you probably know, like, the first time I ever got a Republican round ball takeoff. It's just six years old watching the Eeyore? TV like, you got the day off, Eeyore. You don't even yeah, have to yeah, go yeah. to school, bro. Come on. Bro, come on. How about, how about an attitude of gratitude, Eeyore? Come on, bro. <laughs> You're a millionaire. <laughs> You're on TV. <laughs> Damn, Eeyore. Like, but but you know what? I feel like Eeyore was relatable. I feel like all of us are like, yeah, we got those days like that. But Eeyore, your whole life is like this. It might be time to get some help, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like that was, you know, kind of where Eeyore lost a lot of us, I feel like. It's got to turn around at some point, Eeyore. I mean, yeah. I, <laughs> like you said, hey, like John said, man. Hey, bro, you're get on you TV every day, dog. You know what I mean? You get to hang out with you get to hang out with Winnie. You know what I mean? You get to hang out with the guy? You know what I'm all saying? The poo, all the motherfucking honey you can eat, dog. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> most, you you know when he gonna hold you down. on the planet, nigga. And you just unhappy all the time? Crazy. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. We are children. Fuck you are. Shit, serious. Lit your ass. We have complained <laughs> about the All Star Weekend <laughs> <laughs> Eeyore. <laughs> God damn. We are some old, grumpy men. We some old, grumpy ass, but nigga. Anyway, we kind of been yeah, we kind of been eoring our way through this episode, I guess. Uh, yeah. I mean, even the last one we talked yeah, about the put, dunk contest, bro. Put ER up, on, on, put yeah. ER up on the thumbnail. This is a big ER energy episode. <laughs> right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, did y'all hear about uh, Nicole Fegan, uh, the attorney in the Young Thug uh, YSL uh, organized crime case, being arrested on RICO charges? Wait, the what? attorney got arrested? She is a defense attorney? Yes. God damn. They get, bro, hey, bro. I, I see why that nigga gonna snitch. <laughs> hey. That motherfucker would have been there since 2016. They get everybody up on it yeah. there, nigga. The lawyer, the pit bulls, nigga. Everything. <laughs> they get everybody. That's crazy. Everything associated they, with him. She's been charged with criminal solicitation to commit the offense of tampering with evidence oh. and participating in criminal street gang activity. Uh, she was arrested for allegedly cold calling a suspect in a September 22 double shooting. Um, yeah. And then they were just putting up all of her social media clips. So <laughs> you got go look at what uh, Trill put up on his timeline. She all of her clips. She like she thought she was young thug. 
I'm going to say, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. She went above and beyond, bro. She was just dumb by doing it herself. If she got someone, if she put someone on payroll to do this shit, that is a hell of a lawyer. You know what I'm saying? But she's dumb as fuck if she did it herself. That's where I'm at with it. Okay, so what what exactly did she do? She was uh she she was a part of the group of the of the uh group that was committing crimes that she was uh defending. So that which is what the Rico uh, case comes in. Basically, it's it's, it's essentially an organized crime charge, but she was, uh, she was tampering with witnesses, um, trying to get people to, yeah, she, she, she called someone and said, quote, dispose of your phone as the police are going to arrest you, which is, you know, frowned upon. (laughs) Yeah. That's rookie moves. That's against the law. I don't feel like that should be against the law. You know, lawyers telling you to destroy evidence is like the definition of against the law. Yes, I mean, like I I get why it's against the law, but also like get rid of your phone. I don't know, man. It's like I said, that sounds like that sounds like some employee of the month shit to me, dog. I mean, like I would want my defense attorney going that hard for me. I ain't gonna lie. Sound like she was doing her fucking job, bro. You know what I mean? Like you, uh, you gotta see the. like you've got to see the clips that were going around on Twitter of her like rapping, uh, like filming herself rapping, talking about how like she's the best lawyer in the world. Like she couldn't like, wait to go to jail, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> she, like, <laughs> she chose the life, nigga. You feel me? All right. Um, I'm trying to find this. Where, where is which? John, I'm tra- send me send me the links. But go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. I will, John. Yeah, you I'm found sure. a new white man, bro. <laughs> no. I saw your tweet. I saw you. I saw you. I saw your little tweet. I saw your little post on Twitter. Hold on, let me read this. Hold I mean, Mike, you hold ain't on. white, nigga. It's been over with, bro. That's hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, I have to type your since you you're still shadow banned. I have to type your entire fucking app. Bro, it's over with for me, bro. That, you think you think he gonna fix that? Damn, he ain't fix shit on that app, bro. I'm in the shadows forever, my boy. I was hanging with a homie to the point where I, you I, said I, hung with this white dude for the first time yeah. today. Homie was so cool that I forgot he was white. Wow, bro. Nigga, I forgot homie was white, bro. We was rapping. I was, I, I went, okay, it's a, it's this dude and he listens to the pod too. He's a fan of the pod too. All right. He invited me to, a, um, he's a musician that invited me to like, uh, to go to the Genesis uh, class. Usually when I'm around people, I'm like, you know, at least I'm trying, I'm trying, I have to work to kind of fill the dead spaces. I don't want to feel uncomfortable. There's a little bit of nerves. You know what I mean? I'd rather be home, you know, generally speaking. Great time, bro. And it was crazy because, like, I hugged him after we left, nigga. <laughs> we were together three hours, bro. It was chill as fuck. Forgot the white man was white, bro. He was so fucking cool. I'm like, bro, anytime you want to play, kick it. You know what I'm saying? Fuck with your boy. You know what I mean? Solid ass dude, man. So Paul, you know what I mean? I hope you listening. That's a <laughs> you cool Paul. as hell, bro. But it, bro, it's crazy. Hang with a white dude on the first time and he's so cool you forget he white. Like I came home and talked to Rather. I was like, yeah, I was hanging with so-and-so. I ain't even say like he white, but he cool. Usually I'll say that. You know, white dude, but he cool. You feel me? I ain't even say that. I just said, you know, oh, oh, with the homie. <laughs> crazy, G. I'm sorry, Mike. This had nothing to do with you, bro. <laughs> you still the only one that's been in the, in, in, in the crib, dog. <laughs> <laughs> All right. As long as something's still sacred, John. As long as something's still just you and me. Bro, yeah, yeah. You the only uncle that saw me. <laughs> Unmelanated uncle that saw me. You know what I'm saying? All right. Let's wrap up with uh, Dookie Butter. As of now. Uh, we'll see. You know what I mean? Do, 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 nigga. To be continued. <laughs> Paul, I'm on your shit, Paul. I'm on your shit, Paul. <laughs> I'm on your shit, Paul. <laughs> He's solid, though. He was cool as fuck. Y'all would love this nigga, but go ahead. Uh, all right. Dookie Butter of the Week. Uh, I already said Jackson's is uh, the city of Indianapolis, uh, which, by the way, the hunters were out in Indianapolis. I sent y'all the uh, Tiana Trump just posted her, her Google location just in Indianapolis. <laughs> I thought you were talking about some like different type of hunters. We were talking about white boys and shit. Oh, man. Headhunters. <laughs> like, bro, my, like, like, like <laughs> my only white homeboy in high school was a fucking hunter. Oh, uh, 
a, a, a fucking redneck, not even not a redneck, but a fucking motherfucker was very much immersed in the country white boy life. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, like he was a dude who would like cut school on the first day of hunting season and shit, and bring yeah. me like turkey jerk and shit, like just just venison fire too. Venison yeah, venison that go fuck, crazy. Bro. But yeah, 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 that was that was like my dog because I've always said like if you want to be my homeboy and if you want to be my friend and you're white, you have to understand how trash white people are to black people. You know what I'm saying? And and he was one of those. Right way way back in my high school days, he knew how trash like racist white people were in fucking Virginia and shit. So that's how we became homies and shit. I mean, he's a hunter, so he has, he's, you know, firsthand experience with the motherfuckers. You know what I mean? But he saw the other side. So yeah, I'm glad. Shout out to him too. Shout out to Paul. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Shout out to all the (laughs) The white hating white people out there, you know, we love you. All the white people who realize white people are crap. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, that's real shit. Because like I can understand, like because because like you you kind of have to understand shit like that if you want to be like friends friends with people outside of that group, right? Like I'm sure there's there's a lot of women who are like, bro. If you're a man who doesn't understand how trash men are, we cannot be friends. And, you know, right. you know I'm not friends with yes. any men that think that men are great either. You know what I mean? Right. That's right. that's a hundred percent. Like if, if the moment someone's on that, like, yeah, because you know, men, it's like, Meh, you don't exist in my head anymore. Like you, mm-hmm. <laughs> you just, you just deleted yourself out of my brain. Bro. Right. That red pill, whatever the fuck pill bullshit y'all yeah. be talking. Hell no, nah, that shit don't fly over here, dog. <clears throat> All right. Our dookie butts of the week, Jackson, Indianapolis, Fake airport basketball court bullshit decal on the floor, plastic so lid on trash. the rim, unbelievable. Fifteen degrees in the United States of America, which has two coasts, two coasts, a coast on either side of the country, and they picked Indianapolis for a February event. <laughs> I don't know, uh, Tyler. Who's your Dookie butt of the week? And and you know something, I think that is like something that just holds Indianapolis back is they're not a good food city, bro. Like if you're going to be a cold ass Midwest city, you got to be a good food city. St. Louis is known for barbecue. Cleveland's known for steakhouses. Indiana's known. For, Indianapolis is known for Subway sandwiches, sandwiches right? Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like shrimp cocktail, like bro. Yeah. It's 26 yeah. degrees right now in Indianapolis, bro. And, I, and shrimp I, it's cocktail. not the weather. I'm telling you, it's not the weather. It's not the weather, bro. I'm telling you, it's not the weather. The weather doesn't help. It doesn't help. Listen, well, listen. I'm telling if, you, if, if, if it's don't 20, decide if you're a trash city or not. Bro, if it's 26 degrees in your city, and I'm like, yo, give me the dish your city is known for. And you hand me a cup of cold ass shrimp. Right? With some motherfucking spicy ketchup sauce, which is basically <laughs> what cocktail sauce is. It's just ketchup and horseradish sauce fucking. That's all cocktail sauce is. Like, bro, y- y- y'all got some, y'all got to get in the lab, bro. Y'all got to rework that image, man. Got to do better. Yeah, you can for sure got to do better. But um, um, my dookie butter week. Okay, so, so, so this week, a trailer for um the X Men ninety seven animated series is right. Yes, yes, it's it's coming to um Disney Plus. Very you know, excited. Oh, excited as fuck! Right, the nostalgia from my childhood just woo. Yeah, Gambit charging Wolverine's claws. Dog, woo! That was the coolest fucking shit. They about to wreck some shit, but um, (laughs) they got excited, bro. (laughs) Yeah, basically, (laughs) right, right. For those who are familiar, it is a continuation of the um, the X Men animated series from the nineties. It picks off where that series left off, where Professor X died, and um, and 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 they're taking things from there, and basically. There's a mutant on there named Morph, and his power as a mutant is that he can shapeshift. And they announced in the reboot, the writers behind this series, they announced in the reboot that he is going to be non-binary. And so, you know, if I say those words, we all know as expected, there's going to be a bunch of crybabies. Was everyone like super excited about that, Tyler? <laughs> oh, oh, buddy, let me tell you. <laughs> right, right. So, so, you know, when that news dropped, like I said, we all know there are a bunch of bitches you know, bitching and moaning about that. So those are my doogie butts of the week. And I want to have a conversation here that's like a bit bigger than these people just crying about this particular X-Men character because I think the discussion to be had is a bit bigger than that because the same crowd who's like complaining about this, these motherfuckers are repeat offenders, right? Like there's a script here. And 
Yeah, the morph being non-binary in the X-Men 97 relaunch is not your gateway drug into complaining about. (laughs) Exactly that, right? And so, because because like whenever something like this happens, it's always the same fucking crowd of like racist bigoted motherfuckers crying about how such and such has gone woke. And it baffles me that these dumb motherfuckers think that a show in a comic like x-men whose entire premise right was like an allegory on how we as a society have to fight discrimination and intolerance and bigotry even when like this bigotry is weaponized by religion even when it's substantiated by pseudoscience even when it's endorsed by our government and they're like oh x-men has suddenly quote-unquote gone woke motherfucker it was always woke Right. And, and 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 while we're here on this woke shit, we need to discuss how like these racist motherfuckers have just gentrified like the whole fucking woke term because the irony there is crazy. Basically, before these racist motherfuckers gentrified that shit, woke meant, hey, bro, like you got to seek out and know the truth because these racist motherfuckers will lie and distort the hell out of that shit. Right. And that's exactly what these motherfuckers did when they repurposed that term, right? They stripped it of its original meaning and basically made it mean like to represent something that doesn't center white and or straight people and especially white straight people, right? Like that's all woke fucking means. Woke means, oh, this has brown people in it. This is woke or, oh, this has gay people in it. This is woke, right? These are the most ridiculous motherfuckers on the planet and these are people who believe that like progressiveness is like a fairly new phenomenon they're the same motherfuckers who were shocked that the music rage against the machine was making 30 years ago was anti-republican right like right which, which is which is why i do not believe in seriously engaging with these people because they are not coming from a place of good faith they are not coming from a place of trying to foster dialogue foster conversation they are coming from a place of trying to suppress people trying to silence people and people like that, bro, you just need to tell them to go fuck off. You don't have genuine good faith conversations with those people like that. Like a common refrain that we always hear from that crowd is, is shit like this, right? Like, like I don't mind black people in my storylines. I don't mind gay people in my storylines, but just make it make sense, right? Like don't shoehorn it there just to shoehorn it there. Okay, well, with this particular instance, we have Morph, who is a shapeshifter, right? So it right. logically makes sense. It checks out in the most sensible way that a yeah. shapeshifter would be someone who doesn't feel any type of allegiance to any particular gender, right? right? So, so you know, but but still, they're still bitching and complaining, right? And there will always be something with those people, which is why I say do not engage in good faith with these people because they're not coming from a place of good faith. And, you know, then I saw the whole goalpost move with the shit where they were like, well you know, non-binary wasn't really a term back in 1997. So this really isn't historically accurate, blah, 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 blah. Bro, non-binary people have always existed in a way where we just might not have called them non-binary. That might be a fairly recent term in like the cultural zeitgeist, but Mike, you're a a fucking, you're a comic fanatic. Yeah. You know, 70s, 80s Storm. Yes. Right? She was... You know, with her mohawk, with her biker mohawk gear, storm, yep. right? Androgynous as fuck. You know, that's what we were calling non-binary people back then, right? Androgynous. Right. You know what I'm saying? And right. and, and and a big David part Bowie, of comic, right. right? Right. A big part of like comic book lore is that Storm was modeled after Grace Jones, who was a fucking androgynous icon fifty fucking years ago. You know what right. I'm saying? So 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 I, I say all that to say this: that these are these are very silly fights that this crowd choose to pick. Right, yeah. like the X Men characters, Black Little Mermaids—they're silly fights, but they're very sinister motives behind. Them. Yeah, and we I, do not owe these people the courtesies of trying to engage with them in good faith because that's not what they're here for. They're not upset that there's a Black Little Mermaid in the Disney right. universe. They're not upset that there's a non. They're upset that Black person. people exist. Exactly. Yes. They're upset. <laughs> they're upset that Black people exist. They're upset that non-straight people exist. And we do not need to fucking grant these people the courtesies of having genuine conversations with them. We just need to tell these people to fuck off. That's all right. we need to do. And 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 it's kind of fitting that this happens on what would have been Toni Morrison's birthday because, you know, Toni Morrison has 
an incredible quote, and we've all discussed how big of fans we are of Toni Morrison yes. on here. She has an incredible quote of how like the purpose of racism is to keep having you explain. They will always move the goalpost. It, it will it will have you, you know, people say that black people aren't such as, you know, aren't as smart as white people. So you conduct scientific surveys to prove them wrong and shit. But it's like, bro, don't engage in a place that comes from good faith because these motherfuckers are not coming from a place of good faith with this. And that's all I'm saying here. It's like, bro, tell these motherfuckers they're stupid. You can back your you, you can back your claims up that these motherfuckers are stupid with facts. But as far as trying to engage with them and convert them, yes, that's that's a lost cause because these are not people who you want on your fucking side anyway. Fuck them. They are people who, as my to use one of my mom's favorite terms, um, they're too stupid to live. You know, like that's that's just too stupid. Just too stupid to live. The X Men were created as a as a way of discussing the civil rights movement that Stan Lee was super interested in in comic books. Like yes. Professor X and Magneto are consciously an allegory for the different paths to mainstream societal acceptance that Martin Luther King Jr. and Malcolm X had. Like right. that was the foundation of the comic book. Like, <laughs> so like, it's bro, like oh, the like, X Men are providing a commentary on social issues now. <laughs> <laughs> like what? What happened to my childhood, bro? <laughs> something that is a common. Oh, oh, okay. For one, most X Men are young as shit, right? Charles Xavier School is a school for gifted youth. Most of these people, most of these mutants, they are get like, their powers at puberty. Yes. Right, right, right. Like they're usually teenagers. If if you're fucking 25, you're an elder statesman in this shit, right? Like Cyclops is like the leader and that motherfucker's like 25, 26, right? And Wolverine's like fucking 400 years old, but that's a whole other story. Right. But like there is such a common recurring theme with mutants and X-Men where they either know they're a mutant and they suppress it. And then there's a moment where it gets away from them and it's revealed to, to other people around them that they're a mutant or they yeah. do not know they're a mutant. And that, you know, there's a moment where their mutant powers you know, kind of come to the surface around other people and their friends, their family, their loved ones turn their back on them. Right. right. And they're like, you know, you loved me before you knew who I was fully. Why do you not love me now? Like, if you right. don't see that that is an allegory against homophobia, how much fucking harder do we need to hit you over the head right. with that? You know what I, I'm saying? I, I have had black friends and gay friends talk about how moving the story where there was the quote unquote cure for the X gene and that there were characters who were choosing to take it because they were like, I just want my life to be easier. Right. And they were like, fuck. Like, that's my worst impulse about myself. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. To allow what the society feels to have caused me to hate myself. Like, and again, the, like, that's why it's a lasting cartoon because it's not just like, it's not just empty calories like the fucking All-Star game. It's like, there was <laughs> right. there was actually like emotions you could f put your own life onto in that show and in, in the in the comics yeah. and everything. Anyway, it's not it's not Captain America and Black Planet and, and Black Panther fighting a ten foot tall purple alien, right? It is right. these people fighting. Like I said, bigotry that is sanctioned by religion, bigotry that is sanctioned by pseudoscience, bigotry that is sanctioned by the government, and we see that in real fucking life. You know right. what I'm saying? So yeah, I. I like like I said, these people have this fucking notion where, like I said, they think that progressivism is progressivism is something new, but because they were, they just were too, too stupid, stupid as kids to understand that that Rage Against the Machine didn't like the machine. Like yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> it's in the fucking name, bro. What you think the machine is, motherfucker? <laughs> yeah, John, who's your Dookie butt of the week? Um, y'all hear about Freddie Gibbs, man? Is this is this gonna be explain, um, explain it explain it for the listeners? <laughs> so Freddie Gibbs' girlfriend, uh, I guess ex, um, I think his baby mom actually dropped pictures of Freddie Gibbs with his booty in the air, bro, closing his booty hole. Bro. And I'm not, I don't think Freddie Hole, who's literally Dookie butt, can be seen if you were to look at. I don't think. Why is she doing that, dog? You feel me? Like, why are you still? You know what I mean? Like. Why, 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 you, like, I just, I just think that's so foul. It's revenge porn, flat out. Ain't like, all the way. Flat it's, it's, out. It's I don't think it. anything's funny about it. I think it's extremely fucked up. You know what I'm saying? That you, I mean, I, 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 sex doesn't even matter when it comes to the shit like that. Where like somebody sent you something in private that it was, you know, exposing himself in some way. 
You know what I mean? And you're revealing that shit. It's just fucked up, dog. And I just, I, I, so that's, she is the dookie butt, even though his dookie butt is out, nigga. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that is crazy, bro. It's I not funny, so but your use of dookie butt in both did usages you, is funny. So I apologize the, for laughing. And that's, and, that's a father, and that's a father of his child, dog. You know what I'm saying? That's a, I mean, that's a father of her child. Like, you know, you're going to have it like, dog, like, that. that's not a, that's not a good... Like what? How is the kid going to be affected by the dad's butt being in the air? That you and you know what? What do you do? Like that's just so ridiculous, bro. You feel me? Crazy. I I will say that. I will say that. Call him Spready Gibbs. Come on, man. I will say that. They call him the father. You 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 know how Twitter is. You know what I mean? They call they call (laughs) your they call your baby daddy Spready Gibbs. That is you know that is your child's dad. That's crazy, bro. You got that hard. You got that hard ass bandana. Poster flamed in the back right there as we speak. Yeah, but, I um, love that nigga. Booty, booty yeah. out or not. I'm, <laughs> booty I'm, out or not. My favorite but rapper. No, but but bro, he he handled it in in a very funny way. Um, did you see the the, the, the I didn't see his response to it? To it. No, I see his for, 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 for one, <laughs> he tweeted, you know the Weebay from from the wire gift the the the, the Oh, yeah, shit. oh shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, <laughs> he don't he give tweet, a fuck about yeah, nothing, yeah, bro. yeah, yeah. He tweeted, "I got niggas looking at my shit like, <laughs> like he put that gift in." And and he, he he posted a motherfucking video where where he was like, "Yeah, you mad as hell. You need to go do Galentine's, girl. You need to." He was, he was like, he was like, he was like doing this shit on Valentine's Day. Go do Galentine's. Where your man? And look, I I cannot under I can I. He's a funny motherfucker. Right. And I just cannot imagine how how much it has to piss you off to be in a war like that with a funny motherfucker. Because you think I always get the last laugh, dog. You that nigga got jumped and like played the shit off, like you know what I mean. There was video yeah. of the shit. Who cracked you know, talk about it? Crazy. He's leaning. He's leaning into um stand up. He's got a whole stand up set happening in L.A. like next month. That's fire. Good for him, yeah. bro. I mean, he's getting money and all over. He's getting. He's in movies, TV shows. Good for him, bro. Talented dude. I just. I just hate seeing shit. I'm like, damn, bro. That's the, I don't know. Seeing motherfuckers drop a whole ass like photo, private photo like that. You know what I'm saying? It's that's corny, just, it's just, I don't know. It's just crazy. Up, no, like you said, it's, 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 it's it is a revenge porn. Uh, Josh, who's your dookie butt of the week? I'm going to go. I should have, uh, I should have prepped Josh. Sorry, Josh. Right, I'm not prepped, but in my head right now, I don't know if you saw, but Donald Trump dropped new sneakers at like a film. I thought you were going to have them on the list. I thought you were going to be on the list, bro. Those shoes are fucking disgusting. They're basically Supras. They're gold (laughs) Supras, bro. They are 2008 (laughs) Supras. Trash Supras that I would not have. Because I wanted a pair of Supras for a minute. Nah, I ain't even want... Nah, that's as far as I went. (laughs) Oh, you ain't fuck with the Supras? I mean, not me personally, but I don't I wanted a pair of the other straight yellow with the white highlight Supras. I'll send you a picture of them. The shit was hard. I always wanted them. They was my grails, but I will never wear them now in 2024. Hell no. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just, I, I hate, bro, like, these niggas, bro. Who buys that? Who, who buys but that? But they're going to sell out, too. You said what? Who buys that shoe? Oh, they're going to sell out. These no, there's a lot of people, Josh. You think them ugly ass white people that can't dress, you know, they're going to love that motherfucker. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They're going to love yeah. them shoes. I can't wait to put them motherfuckers on. They What's oh, even man. crazier, dog? What's even crazier is they're like, you pay five hundred dollars for those shoes, and it's like, yeah, but at least the guy I bought them from could put it in his fund to pay off his rape charge, bro. Like, yeah, like, like he's the worst fucking. Like every everyone who like is in the same room as that dude just turns into a piece of shit. <laughs> like you're, but like, like you're buying the ugliest shoes in the history of the world for that purpose. So like, that that that, is, that has always been his thing, like. Like politicians like Obama have tried to appeal to the best part of the ideals that we've had for this nation. He has fully leaned into appealing to the worst part yeah. of, of the aspirations that our nation has. And it's been and business has been booming for him. Well, goddamn, I hope he don't take this shit this this year, dog. He was awesome. You know, I've always wanted to have these. <laughs> That nigga's never said a word of truth in his entire life. (laughs) Why why even lie about that? Just because he's him. He had to. The fuck? Uh, Okay, my dookie butt of the week is the personal finance writer who wrote a column, uh, Charlotte Cowles, who wrote a column for The Cut. The headline is, the day I put $50,000 in a shoebox and handed it to a stranger, 
I never thought I was the kind of person to fall for a scam. Did you guys see this on Twitter? No, I saw it circulate and I didn't read up on it though. Because everyone everyone was like, hey, don't think this can't happen to you. And I was like, motherfucker, I know it won't happen to me. But, you know. (laughs) On Monday, Monday, I called it online. That was a scam. Remember that when I was high as fuck? Yeah, I, called, I said, yeah. and I was yeah. high as hell. I was hell like, yeah. is this real? And then the, mo- the motherfucker hung up your on ass. me. <laughs> hung up your on ass. me. You tried I called the call back. back. That motherfucker blocked me. Nigga. I was like, bro, it was, I called it. It was like, it was weird as hell. We all I was like, I was like, is this real? Because I was high as hell. Is this real? You tried, yeah, you tried to set up your Amazon Prime shit so we could watch some shit. And the motherfucker right, right. said, hey, I'm calling from Amazon. You're like, hold up, motherfucker, is this real? I, 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 like, I said, hold up, and I asked a question. I was like, <laughs> is this real? And this, the motherfucker was like, like, grunted something and then hung up. I tried to call back. The motherfucker blocked my shit. But yeah, man, crazy. Anyway. I'm on the exact same tip Tyler is. Like, yes, like we're all going to click. A, we're all going to accidentally like click a link or answer a spam call. Get a little or malware here and there. You know what I mean? It's a cost of doing business. Right. You know what I mean? No one bats cost, a thousand. Cost of clicking on Pornhub. You know what I mean? Just it just is what it is, bro. X you know video. I mean? You know, I mean, whatever. I but like the, the best of the <laughs> <laughs> X videos. You're X videos, you know, man. But go ahead. But- <laughs> that man might um, be nasty, dog. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm with uh, Tyler. There's a long distance between, oh, I accidentally clicked the link someone DM'd to me, and I got $50,000 in cash out, put it in a shoebox, and handed it to a stranger through a car window. I'm ne- I promise you, and you can shoot me in the face. Anyone listen to this podcast can take me out of this world. If I ever... Get caught putting fifty thousand dollars in a shoebox and handing it to a stranger in a car window that's scamming me. <laughs> I will bet my Bro. life. I will um, never do that the, shit. So, what was the reasoning behind this? What was the reasoning behind it, Bro? It's the it's the saddest, dumbest shit ever. You want to talk about two dumb? This is a writer, so this person is you know she's a personal a, finance a, columnist, John. So she's a smart person. The man on the phone knew my home address, my social security number, the names of my family members. He told me my home was being watched, my laptop had been hacked, and that we were in imminent danger. I can help you, but only if you cooperate, his said. His first orders. I could not tell anyone about our conversation, not even my spouse, or talk to the police or a lawyer. (laughs) Now I know this was all a scam. Without telling your spouse. Come on, dog. A cruel and violating one, but painfully obvious in retrospect. Agreed. Here's what I can't figure out. Why didn't I just hang up and call 911? Why didn't I text my husband or my brother, a lawyer, or my best friend, also a lawyer, or my... (laughs) Bro, okay. Okay, I'm trying to figure this out, like... So everyone was saying on Twitter, like, you couldn't have waterboarded this information out of me. That's true. That one is staying in here to, to the grave, bro. I'm taking that one to the grave, dog. Listen, and, and, the, and the, I wouldn't tell you if I did that. I wouldn't tell y'all if I did that with a thousand dollars. Fifty and the racks, fact, bro. And the fact, and bro, and the fact that it was a cold call, like. Listen, if you make a hundred thousand cold calls and get one lick for fifty thousand dollars, that's a great investment of time, dog. Like that is so wild. He might have. He, he might have. Did a hundred thousand calls. She might have hundred thousand. He might have did his ten thousand hours. He deserved it, nigga. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey. God damn. He earned, he earned that. She, bro, that's crazy as hell. Insane. Handed that man a down payment for a house in the suburbs in a shoebox. You know how heavy fifty thousand dollars in cash is, dog. She had to go get that out the bank. I, I, you know, you got to get signed off or some shit Bro, like that. You just you can't, can't go. That's what I was going to say. You cannot right. go do drive through and get that. You got to come inside and a motherfucker's going to look in your eyes and be like, you sure you want to do this? You got to bring your motherfucking social right? security card with you, nigga. You know yeah. what I mean? They're like, nigga, you, nigga what's going on? Blink twice right. if, you, if you're I was going to say, the teller nigga. gave you the you tap, I mean? tap two times on the table if you need me to call 911. And you said, nope, I'm taking care of this one. I'm getting in front of this before whoever's gonna scam me. What the fuck? Hell no. Nah. I wonder. I wonder. 
I wonder if she had. I ain't going. It just it just feels like there had to be something that wonder she if really there's... wanted to hide, something deeper, in order to get her, to get, get somebody to to you know what I mean? Like, what are you so afraid? Like that? It, I don't know. I think I think there's more to this story than what was told. This it is just, a journalist. I just can't imagine it. Who had a weekly column in the business section of the New York Times. Oh. She's written a personal finance column for the magazine that this article appeared in for the last seven years, which like they have to have gently fired her after this, right? Yeah. Who's taking advice from that? Like, see, that's how you know she ain't never been low level scammed once in her life, bro. That's how you know that she ain't never, you know, went up to like a homeless person at the seven line, be like, bro. If I give you five dollars, can you give me a forty ounce? And they just like go out the back door <laughs> with your five dollars. <laughs> All right, like that's how you know that she has never. She is just too trustworthy, dog. She's never been asked for a dollar for gas because their car ran out of gas, and they're just trying to get home to their wife. You know what I mean? Right, she's right. never. She's never had the low level street grift experience. What yeah. proves she's most trustworthy is she thinks she can tell this story, and people are still going to read her fucking column. <laughs> exactly that <laughs> like, too. The oh, fuck. fuck? Like that's the wildest. Like nigga, we are not. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna tell, speak my truth, and you still have a job afterwards. Is crazy. Ain't no way. I hope she ain't lose her gig though. But damn, that's bro. I I just read deeper into the column. She did this on Halloween, bro. (laughs) That motherfucker probably put up with the scream ass all like (laughs) (laughs) peekaboo. Just dropped the money in the bag. Damn, she man. said that it was, morning. It was probably three kids in a fucking, in a fucking in, in in a a overcoat <laughs> driving a fucking <laughs> driving a van. Like just put the money in the back man. seat. Did a business right, the motherfucker. Right, they balling out at Disney World, nigga. You feel me? Goddamn, shit, buying all types of skins. <laughs> you know what I mean? And shit like that. Oh my. That motherfucking Crazy. Fortnite motherfucker. You're buying all the skins out. on Fortnite. Crazy. Probably bought hell. a jetpack for that motherfucker, bro. <laughs> right. Like PTK <laughs> of skins. I'm going crazy, nigga. Insane. All right, we'll be back. That's all the time we got today. We'll be back with our regular midweek episode and then a Saturday one as well. We will see y'all soon. Thanks for listening. As always, bye. 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 The volume. Ready, set, griddle this grilling season. Get the Weber Slate Rust Resistant Griddle with a carbon steel cooktop that's safe for metal tools. It's pre-seasoned and ready to cook on right out of the box. It's the griddle that stays ready, not rusty. This griddle heats evenly edge to edge. It reaches up to 500 degrees. The Weber Works Prep Cook and Store System keeps cooking supplies handy, and you can carry all the food, condiments, and utensils you need. Get fired up for your new Weber Slate Rust If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.